How's it going, guys? Jared Lopes back here with you on the Dad Tired Podcast. As always, great to be with you. If you're brand new, if you just stumbled upon the podcast for the first time, welcome. Really glad to have you. We're more than a podcast. Uh, We've got a whole ministry geared towards helping men lead their family well. Um, One of the best ways to get connected with what we're doing is to come hang out with us on Facebook. Uh, You can do that by going to dadtired.com and then click the community tab. We've got a closed group community for just uh, for married couples. So you and your wife can jump on that and just process what it looks like to be uh, a couple that loves Jesus together and tries to raise kids together who love Jesus. And then we've got a closed group um, for just the guys, just the men. Um, and that's a great place to get connected with other guys in your area, hear about the conferences that we might be doing in your area, and all kinds of other good stuff. So jump on that. Again, go to dadtire.com, click the community tab, and it will link you over to those groups. Just got back yesterday from a conference, a Dad Tired conference um, in Kent, Washington, which is near Seattle. And uh, man, so good. So, so good. Uh, had a bunch of guys come to the conference and we just spent, we spent an entire day. We start uh, about 8.30 in the morning, eat some breakfast together, and then we just dive into what it looks like to have the gospel transform our hearts, transform our marriage, the way that we parent our kids, and then the way that we see ourselves as men who work. Uh, and these, we've been doing a lot of these conferences lately. Dude, they're just so good, the way that God um, works and moves in these. So if you haven't been to one, you should definitely go to one. You can find out if there's one in your area by clicking the conferences tab on Dad Tired. We have one coming up in Australia. So if you're listening to this right now and you're in Australia, I know Australia is huge and uh, we might not be close to you, but if you can make the drive, highly recommend that you make the drive and bring some friends with you. Uh, I think that it will be well worth your time. It's going to be in the Newcastle area. This is coming up next weekend. Uh, Don't quote me on date. Somewhere around the 20-something, 23rd, 30th, somewhere around there. I don't know. I should probably go back and look, but I... Is somewhere around there. You can go to dadtired.com, click the uh, the upcoming conferences tab, and you'll see that. But if you're in Australia and you're listening to this, uh, come hang out with us there. I would love to meet you and um, spend some time with you just talking about how the gospel changes us as men. Um, if you want to host one of these, if you are maybe a pastor listening to this or you're close with your pastor, you're on leadership at your church or whatever, you want to host one of these, we make it really, really easy for you to host. It's not hard for the church. Uh, we've got a good process down. So just reach out to us. You can just, uh, on the, again, dadtired.com. You can actually, there's a link there that just says host a conference. We'd love to have you come be part of that. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I tell you guys all all the time about um, some of our awesome sponsors. One of them is Marriage After God, the Marriage After God. My friends Aaron and Jennifer Smith doing amazing stuff. They've got a podcast called Marriage After God. They've got books out, a book coming out called Marriage After God. They've got other great books uh, for you and your marriage and for your just parenting that I highly recommend. Um, that all said, uh, Layla and I were actually a guest on their podcast, the Marriage After God podcast recently. And we talked about, we spent an hour talking about what it looks like for the scriptures uh, to change the way that we view our marriage and how we parent and the struggles that we've had trying to get in the word together. And uh, we were just really real about like what it's looked like for us to try to study the Bible together as young parents and married people. So uh, we think that it was a uh, worthwhile episode worth listening to, but uh, would love to have you check it out. Um, So anyway, just want to thank Marriage After God again for sponsoring and supporting the Dad Tired podcast. And uh, they've got so many great resources, but again, one of them just recently was Layla and I uh, on their show talking about the scriptures and how the word of God changes us and our marriage. So definitely go check out that episode, leave a review for them, subscribe to that podcast. They're doing really, really good stuff. Thank you, Marriage After God 
for uh, being such a big support of the Dad Tired Ministry. We love what you're doing over there. Um, also, we want to thank Faithbox again for sponsoring this episode. Faithbox uh, has become a big supporter of the Dad Tired Ministry. Love what they're doing. If you haven't heard me talk about them before, Faithbox is this box. It's filled with, uh, it gets delivered to your door. It's a subscription service that gets delivered to your door. It's filled with inspiring stuff, d- devotional stuff. Um, they've got books in there from authors, Christian authors. They set up the whole month as a theme. So whatever the theme is for that particular month, uh, you'll see devotionals in there, inspiring scriptures, do good products from companies around the world who are doing really good stuff. Um, Layla and I, these are great gifts to give, by the way. So if you're looking for a gift to like just give away to uh, a box to, that you can wrap up and give away to a coworker or a friend or a spouse, uh, they're really great gifts to give. But Layla and I actually took our faith box uh, recently that we got and we we made a date night out of it, which I, I don't know if that's like part of Faithbox strategy, but it was a really cool date night for us. We actually put the kids to bed. Um, there was like this uh, face mask thing. A com- one of the companies that were part of the Faithbox in that particular month was like this rejuvenating face mask. Nothing says dad tired and manliness more than a face mask. But I was like, right, I'm going to submit to my pride here, humble myself a little bit and do this face mask with my wife. So we, we did that. We read some of the book. Uh, this book that we were reading was um, Everybody Always by Bob Goff, who's been a guest on our show before. So we read a chapter of his book. And then there's some devotionals that come in there, like daily devotionals. So we just read through that. Man, it was a really sweet time where we just spent the night uh, kind of having an in-home date night together using all the, the really cool stuff that Faithbox puts in their box. Um, so that's another idea. So if you just want to look for like a kind of be creative and turn it into a date night, you can definitely do that and just kind of spend some time together with your wife and also uh, be pointed back to Jesus. Uh, the other cool thing that they do is that just like the Dad Tired community, um, they they have an online closed Facebook group as well with close to 5,000 people in that. These are all uh, Faithbox subscribers from around the world who are also just getting these boxes delivered and being pointed back towards Jesus. So if you want to get connected with other people there, super cool community of people that are praying for each other, encouraging each other, and just pushing each other towards Jesus. So it's more than just a box. It really is a community of people who are searching after the Lord together. So uh, definitely going to want to get connected with that. As always, I've got a special offer for you so that you can get hooked up with Faithbox. If you go to faithbox.com forward slash tired and use my promo code tired, T-I-R-E-D. Again, that's faithbox.com forward slash tired. Use the promo code tired at checkout. They are going to give you a hookup. I don't, $10 off. I was like, where the heck did I put that? $10 off your first subscription, which is really, really cool. So you have to use the promo code tired to do that. Again, T-I-R-E-D. So go to faithbox.com forward slash tired. Use the promo code tired at checkout. They're going to give you $10 off your first subscription. So thank you again, Faithbox, for sponsoring this episode, being such a great supporter and an amazing company that's pointing people back to Jesus and creating some amazing community. Um, Today, I want to talk to you guys about... Uh, something that I dealt with this last week um, that was just like uh, a spot for me where I was really discouraged. Uh, somebody, I, uh, last week, Layla and I were on the show together. I brought her on. We talked about what it looks like to pursue your your wife. And um, one of the guys, one some of the feedback that I got in the closed group was that they appreciated uh, just kind of our rawness, our candidness, kind of our normal humanity. Like we're not perfect. We're not super polished. And uh, which I, I thought was an interesting feedback because I feel like I'm always that way. I feel like I'm always trying to just tell you guys that like, I, hey, no, nobody's more broken than me. Nobody's more jacked up than me. I'm, I'm a pastor. I've been a pastor for 13 years. Um, but man, I'm like stumbling through this stuff. 
I feel like more than anyone, I, I tell people a lot of times as far as the dad tired ministry goes, I feel like I'm the mascot of what it means to be a man who's trying to stumble his way to fall in love with Jesus and get his family to do the same. And for whatever reason, God's just kind of used me as a spokesperson to like say, hey, I'm going to reveal publicly all your junk so that you can like just show off uh, my glory and my grace. Uh, so man, that's what I've, I've always kind of viewed myself as that in ministry. I'm definitely not polished. I'm not the smartest tool in the crayon box. Uh, I'm not the guy that like is, you're going to come to for all the the deepest theological, eloquently worded answers. I'm just a normal dude that's trying to stumble my way through this and try to figure out what it looks like. And I'm always going to be committed to trying to be as raw and honest with you as possible through that journey as I make mistakes and try to figure that out uh, myself. But anyway, there was this, uh, there was a day this week where uh, my our daughter, who's three months old, she's been sleeping in the same room as us since she's been born. And uh, so I wanted to like transition, ready to get her out of our room and get my, my bedroom back, which is my wife, for all the reasons why you would imagine that I want to do that. And so... Uh, I'm ready to like kick my baby out, man, and get her own room. So I, we had a, one of the rooms that we kind of converted into like a den, uh, where we, the kids could like play and just get some schoolwork done and do arts and crafts and all that stuff. So I was converting that room into a nursery this week and, uh, try to make a like long story short, uh, what I thought would be like an hour long process turned into like an entire day. I had to like break down a couch. It was a stupid Ikea couch that I thought was going to be like a quick unscrew these two things. And it turned into like, anyway, uh, I needed Jesus moment because I was getting super frustrated. My wife's at work. So I'm watching all three kids by myself. And some friend, for some reason, I thought this was like the perfect time for me to try to do this task. Uh, so I'm just frustrated, man. And the house is chaotic. The baby is crying. My kids are like hungry and I'm super ADD, like hyper focused on this. Uh, I know that seemed like uh, oxymoron, but sometimes I get like super hyper focused. I can't focus on other things. Uh, so I'm like all in on trying to get this dumb couch disassembled so I can just move it five feet and reassemble it in a different direction. Uh, stupid thing. Uh, anyway, so I'm like, it's just a long day. It's a stressful day. Uh, in the middle of trying to put all this stuff together, I get like two emails that um, are just super discouraging, man. Like they're just, uh, they're not encouraging emails. I get a lot of encouraging emails. These two particular emails, super discouraging emails. And uh, my wife calls, she's like, hey babe, how's the day going? And I'm like, uh, it's terrible. It's like a really crappy day. And, uh, and, and in this moment, man, I just felt like, uh, I just wanted to give up. My mother-in-law actually like randomly, uh, came over to just check in and see how things were going. She's really gracious in doing that. Um, but she came in and like my house would look like a freaking tornado went through it. She walked in the den and just saw literally piles of like couch pieces and blankets and crib pieces all over the place. And I'm like borderline ready to lose my mind. And she's like, you okay? Like you, you need a break? You need, you need some help? I'm like, I don't know. Uh, but when my wife calls, she's like, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm just not good. I got these discouraging emails. This is like chaotic. And I, I, I know even as I describe this kind of event back to you, I feel a little bit like a baby, man. Like I'm just like, I, I need a man up and like suck it up. And But in the moment, dude, I was just like super discouraged. And I told Layla, like, I, I man, I feel like I'm ready to give up. Like I'm ready to get a normal job, like work a, a nine to five job and to 
uh, kind of throw in the towel on this whole dad tired thing, which I know is really crazy for me to say on a dad tired podcast for thousands of you guys who are listening to this. But uh, I feel that often. This is really the the point I'm trying to get at is I, I actually feel that often. Um, maybe, I don't know, I can't put like a number to it, but regularly, um, maybe once or twice a month. Uh, I'm just like, I don't, I don't think I can do this anymore, man. I'm tired. Uh, I put stuff out there. I'm all day, every day. I'm trying to, um, inspire as, as best that I know how through the Holy spirit to like point guys back towards Jesus. And, uh, it's exhausting many days. A lot of days are super encouraging, but dude, a lot of days are like hard. Uh, I don't feel like I've got anything to say. Um, I feel like sometimes when I do say something, I'm like, oh, this might be encouraging. I get like emails or comments of people are like, Hey, that's stupid or that's bad. Or why'd you say this? Uh, and, uh, and that's, you know, that's only part of it. Then I'm trying to like figure out how do I feed my family through all this stuff. And there's just a lot of stuff where I'm like on this particular day, uh, I'm just like, you know what? I think I'm actually ready to throw in the towel. Like this sucks. I I don't want to do this anymore. I just want to get a normal job and like clock out and get a paycheck and not think about this anymore. And my wife said something to me, and this is why I'm telling you all this. My wife said something to me that we tell each other often. Uh, and it's this, don't make long-term decisions or don't jump to long-term conclusions about life during short-term seasons of life. Uh, And the reason I'm telling you all this is not to like have any kind of pity party or like, man, I mean, it really wasn't that big of a deal. I know lots of you guys are dealing with some really serious stuff, divorces, affairs, sick children, sick family members, loss of jobs. Like you guys are dealing with some real stuff. I'm not trying to like say that my thing is any more uh, hard than your guys' thing. We're all dealing with some really tough stuff, right? Like, so that's not the point. The point is, I think a lot of us, if we zoom in to a particular day of the week or a particular season of life, we feel like we want to throw in the towel uh, and we're just ready to like give up. And whether that's like your marriage, you're in a really rough spot in your marriage, you're in a really rough spot at work, you're in a rough spot on that dream you've been chasing since like for years or maybe f- since you were a kid, you're in a rough spot in your parenting or like a rhythm that you're, tr- you're trying to get in like a good habit, like let's do nightly devotionals or let's get into this season where we're feeding our kids this or like we're doing schoolwork here or whatever it is and you're just like discouraged, like I'm ready to give up, like this is freaking hard uh, to stick with this. I, I, I keep feeling like I'm failing at this. Um, and the reason I'm saying all this is because uh, I, as I was just kind of at the end of that day, I'm trying to sleep train my daughter. So it's like two in the morning and I'm trying to like rock her back to sleep. Um, as I'm putting her to bed, I'm just kind of like sulking in my own little self pity party. And I just feel God speak to my heart that says, I just felt like this, you know, not audible, but like something in my gut was like, do you, you think you're the only one who's wanted to throw in the towel? Like you think you're the first dude that's like had to go through some hard things and want to throw in the towel. And that kind of that thought kind of zoomed me out to look at the bigger picture. And I started to think about the key players in the scripture and, uh, and, and how you, you, if we look at the key players, like some of these, what we would consider spiritual giants in the scripture, you might get trapped into like being impressed by them. Like you look at David or you look at Paul or you look at Peter, you look at any of these guys, you look at Moses, right? Abraham, you look at any of these leaders and you're like, man, I'm, this is their lives were like impressive, but that you you zoom out and you look at their the entire lifespan of these guys, and it's impressive, right? Their faithfulness to God, the risks they take for the kingdom of God, it's impressive. But dude, you zoom into like one of their days, 
and you get like a much more accurate picture of what's going on. Like, look at look at Moses. Zoom out in Moses's life, and you're like, man, this guy was faithful for decades of leading God's people to the promised land. He wrote major parts of the Old Testament. Like, this dude was a faithful man of God. But then you zoom in, like zoom into an actual like one of the days of his life, you might find a guy who's like murdering another dude. <laughs> Uh, like dude committed murder one day or like he's complaining or he's telling God how unqualified he is. Or you think of like David, like zoom out over the span of David's life. And you're like impressive. Like dudes, uh, this is a guy after God's own heart guy has been faithful. He's a leader. Like he's a good King, the best King that Israel has, right? He's a great man of God. Zoom into one of the days of his life. He's like cheating, uh, with some, one of his best soldiers, like wives and he's getting her pregnant and he knocked her up. Then he feels super guilty and full of shame so he has her husband killed like dude is like pretty jacked up dude <laughs> like he's a messed up man right and so we get we get in the think of peter you think of peter right like you look at his life god used peter in miraculous ways peter's my favorite guy in the bible i love him i, I relate to peter so much because he's just all over the place like long big picture zoom out like the guy was you know he's a faithful man of god zoom into like multiple days of his life he's denying jesus he's not having faith he's rebuking jesus in front of everybody and then getting like yelled at like dude is has a lot of rough patches in his life when you zoom into these particular days and here's the point you can't make long-term conclusions about your life in the middle of short-term season if you've zoomed in to this past week of my life you would find a mess, dude. Like my house would be a mess. My kids might be eating frozen pizza. Uh, I'm literally on like the verge of tears because I, I can't feel like I can't catch a break. But you zoom out. You zoom out and you see God's faithfulness in my life over years and decades, right? And and by the grace of God, you'll zoom out and you'll see kids who hopefully by God's grace would love Jesus and have a good understanding of the gospel. I bet you if I zoomed into your life to like a particular day, I'm probably going to find a guy who's really tired, who's been working too much or feels like exhausted at work or is not treated well by his boss or feels disrespected or maybe is having a really rough season in marriage or maybe feels like dude, he just yelled at his kids and he's going to bed with regret and he's just kind of consumed with guilt and shame and feeling exhausted. Like, I don't know what I'm doing as a husband. I don't know what I'm doing as a man. I don't know what I'm doing in my career. I don't know what I'm doing as a dad. And you're just tired and like you feel like throwing in the towel. Maybe you feel like you've got this dream that's burning inside your bones. And yet you're like, at the moment, you just feel like giving up. You can't even imagine how to pursue that thing. But dude, you zoom out. You zoom out and you see God's faithfulness over decades. The point is this, God's in it. I've said this a million times. He's in it for the long game, bro. Like he's, he's not in this like short term. He's outside of time. And what we're looking for is day after day faithfulness, week after week faithfulness, year after year faithfulness, where we continue to put in the hard work because we know that God said that he who began a good work in us, he's going to, he's faithful to complete it. On the day of Christ Jesus, like God is going to finish what he started in you. He's playing the long game of your life in your life. And you're zoomed out. You zoom out past these long, hard days and you see that God's been faithful to you over the decades and God will continue to be faithful to you over the decades. Because here's the truth. God isn't concerned with your day-to-day success as much as he's concerned with your long-term character. Like let that sink in. God could change your day-to-day circumstance. 
He could be like a God who's just nitpicking all the details to make sure that you have lots of joy and peace and happiness and everything goes smooth. Like God could do that. He's God. He can do whatever he wants. But God isn't concerned with your day-to-day happiness or success. God's concerned with your long-term character. And so he's going to let you grind it out day in and day out because he wants to expose things in you. He wants to see things and he wants you to see things in you that you've been chasing after that you thought would satisfy your soul that he's going to tell you like, hey, look at you. That didn't satisfy like you thought it would. Like he's going to let you go through the hard stuff so that you realize every other thing that you're chasing after that you think will satisfy your soul and give your soul satisfaction like your wife or your kids or your job or your bank account will actually fail you. And he wants you to experience that failure, not because he's a bad God, but because he wants to turn your face back to the one who can actually satisfy you. And that's Jesus. Like God's in this for the long haul. He's in the long-term game here, decade after decade. So man, you can just like live in peace because you know God's playing the long game with your life. He's thinking in in terms of decades and millennia, not in terms of hours and days. Think about that. God is outside of time. He's thinking in terms of decades, centuries, millennia. He's not in thinking in terms of hours and days. God will be faithful to you today. His mercy is brand new for you today, but ultimately God's playing the long game and you play a small role in a much bigger story. And he hasn't forgotten the work that he started in you. He still plans on bringing it to completion. <laughs> And so don't make long-term assumptions about life in the middle of short-term seasons. Some of you are going to say, like, I'm in this crappy season of life, and so my marriage is always going to be crappy, or I married the wrong woman, and why did I do this? Like, maybe we should get a divorce, or in your mind, you're like festering bitterness. Even if you're not thinking about divorce, you're thinking, you're thinking like, you're making long-term big conclusions, like your wife is always this, or your marriage is always going to be this. Bro, you're in a short season. Don't make a long-term conclusion. It doesn't have, your marriage doesn't have to always be crappy. Your marriage probably won't always be crappy. If you're willing to be committed to seek after Jesus together, to humble yourself, to repent, to serve instead of consume from your wife, your marriage doesn't have to always be crappy. Stop making long-term assumptions about your marriage and a short-term season of marriage. Stop saying that you suck as a parent or stop saying that this parenting thing is you're going to fail your kids because you've gone through a hard week. It's not always going to be hard. It doesn't always have to be hard. Most likely God is using your kids on purpose to sanctify you, to make you more like him, to expose the things in you that need to be exposed. God's playing the long game, man. It's not always going to be hard. God isn't wasting this time. He's using it for the long-term development of your character. Your, your job isn't always going to be as it is. It doesn't always have to be as it is. We, we just make such long-term assumptions and conclusions about life in short-term seasons. Bro, the days are long, but the years are short. God's playing the long game here. Stick with it. It's going to fly by. This season will be over one day. You won't always be changing diapers. I won't always be up at 2.30 in the morning trying to put a baby back to sleep. Your marriage isn't always going to be where it is. This parenting thing, you've got 18, 25 years maybe that by God's grace, he's going to give you to partner with him, to raise children who love him by his grace. And then that season's over, man. But it's not always going to be like the way it is right now. And so I just don't want you to get trapped like I often feel 
that you're in a short-term season and yet you're making long-term conclusions about life. And also, God's not using these, or he's not wasting these short-term seasons. He's using them for the development of your character for the long game. That's what he's most concerned with, man. He could change your circumstance, but what he's trying to do is he's trying to develop you to be more like him. And he's using all these short-term things to help you make you more like him. He's using your marriage to help make you more like him. He's using your kids to help make you more like him. He's using your job, your difficult circumstances to help make you more like him. He's playing the long game in your life. Don't make long-term conclusions in short-term seasons of life. I hope that's helpful and a reminder for you to stick with it, to run the race that's been set before you. Run hard. Don't stop running. Don't stop running the race. Don't quit the race because this particular season is hard. Keep running, man. I love you guys. I hope that's helpful for you. Uh, Go back to dadtire.com. Get connected to what we're doing there. Come be part of the community. Jump on Facebook uh, and let us know what you're just thinking about this particular episode and how it's encouraging you. Hear other guys who are struggling through the same stuff you're struggling through. And I'll see you guys next week. I love you. Later.